Welcome to BuildCast, where we delve into the backstories of experts and other players in the built environment to reveal their journey and how they got built. Join us in our conversation to learn from their life experiences, to be the catalyst for innovation, and to make sustainable building mainstream building. Now here is your host and the principal thinker at Build Tank Inc., Robbie Schwartz. The Energy and Environmental Building Alliance, or EVA, just had their summit, the home, High Performance Home Summit in Denver on September 14th through the 16th. I've had the great pleasure of attending and presenting at EVA for the last several years. And at this event, I took an opportunity to visit the exhibit hall and record some conversations with the sponsors that were exhibiting there. This is the second part of a two-part series, so please take a listen and enjoy our conversations with these sponsors that don't get enough recognition, often when we're at the conference itself. Hi, we're here at the Brone booth uh, with Ron. So Ron, uh, why are you here at the EVA conference? Well, Brone has always been a uh, longtime supporter of EVA, and, and our goal from Brone is really to build uh, and provide products to, to ensure that builders are doing healthier homes. You know, it's been a real focus for us uh, in the last few years, and especially since COVID has come on, uh, we know that, uh, you know, increased indoor uh, fresh air from outside, it can dilute airborne viruses. So, uh, so we're looking and have some new products that can really help uh, improve the health of the home and you know allow builders to build the best product out there. Great. So, what what's the main kind of thing you're highlighting here? At the well, start? well, uh, the, you know, first and foremost, you know, we've had there multiple discussions about uh, uh, you know building tight but also ventilating right. Um, we, you know, Brown is the largest manufacturer of uh, balanced ventilation solutions uh, in North America, and this is actually our new. This is a new HRV that we've introduced uh, just about eight months, eight, nine months ago. But it has artificial intelligences built into it that can that can uh, uh, not only uh, read conditions, but also adjust. So it, it, it will adjust its CFM, both intake and exhaust for uh, different conditions. So if the house becomes positively pressurized, it will reduce the intake. If it goes negative, it'll actually reduce its exhaust. So kind of balances out a little bit. And also we're talking about balancing, it's also self-balancing as well. Um, there's a digital readout that once it's uh, once it's commissioned, it will, um, you turn it on and it'll, it'll tell you the highest CFM for both intake and exhaust and then you can set it to whatever minimum CFM or, or what your ramp up speed would want to be. So we've, we've done a lot of intelligence there, but the, really the, go ahead. Before you go on, what what's the brand name of, of this new one? It's 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 Brone. It's called the Brone AI series for for artificial intelligence. Um, but realistically, you know, we talk about homes being a system, and you know, in the last you know in the last 10 to 15 years, you've seen a lot of smart home connectivity for doing your garage door and controlling your lights and even controlling your thermostat. Well, we're introducing also our Overture program that actually is, is tied to sensors in the home, but also when something happens, they will do something. They will turn on an exhaust fan. They'll ramp up your ERV or fresh, whatever your fresh air source is to mitigate the, you know, the pollutants that are inside the home between temperature, humidity, uh, TVOC, um, 
course, carbon dioxide and even PM 2.5. So it's our overture system. We're kind of showing it here uh, for, the, for the first time uh, that we are in production on it. And uh, we have builders uh, around the country that are doing some testing and, and looking to move forward and, and providing that as a standard. And all these products are uh, highlighted on your website? If everything, is, everything is on our website, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for talking to me. I appreciate it. Hi, I'm here with uh, Jeremy with uh, Utopia USA, and uh, they're showing here at the EBA conference. So tell us about your what you're showing people here at the conference. Yeah, well, thanks very much, and uh, very excited to be with you, Robbie, uh, and uh, here at the EBA conference here in 2021. Utopia uh, USA is uh, five months young, uh, and our parent company is actually five years uh, in operation in the United Kingdom. What we do is we bring a fabric-first approach to uh, sustainable buildings. And what we do with that is we have a uh, we have a, a proprietary set of uh, SIPs um, uh, and an exceptional joining mechanism that gets us to really wonderful air tightness, uh, uh, and uh, that's our fabric-first approach that we bring to all buildings. Uh, but we also uh, couple that with our design process to make sure that we're um, we're designing for uh, health and uh, efficiency and resilience. Uh, and at the same time, we attach on a series of uh, energy technologies. We have the national, or sorry, international partnership with Samsung to deliver uh, high-performance uh, all-electric heat pumps. Um, and our sensors and controls that we add to the building um, allow for uh, maximum interoperability with all kinds of different systems. It's the Samsung SmartThings platform, uh, but also to really uh, intensely manage the energy and comfort and performance of the home. Interesting. So uh, my first question is the fabric first approach. Is that is the fabric first approach a kind of European uh, terminology for the building envelope? Yes. In fact, uh, I appreciate you helping me to translate that because I have so many Europeans I'm on the phone with all the time that I tend to flip and flop terms. So yes, envelope first is what we're focused on. Uh, and we currently have a set of exceptional wall panels to do that. And from there, uh, because we actually get an R44 in our panel before you finish uh, the assembly, uh, what you end up being able to do is you have a little bit more flexibility uh, in other parts of your envelope because the walls are taking so much of the load. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, we uh, our, our panel is really exceptionally strong. So um, we found that we can use it um, as a load-bearing wall up to five stories because uh, it can take 470 kilonewtons of force. It tends to go into machines and break it. Um, so we're really interested in some new applications uh, uh, where we can really put some of that to the test. Great. And so uh, I noticed that it's, it's, it's not faced with OSB. Uh, is this a, a material that's common used? Or first of all, what is it? And uh, is it a material that's commonly used in uh, in Europe and the UK? Yeah. So what we're what we tend to prefer, although it, we're not exclusively using uh, magnesium oxide. So we have a magox panel uh, 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 board uh, uh, as a facer board on either side of our polyurethane core. Um, and uh, yes, it is more commonly used in the United Kingdom and the EU. Uh, and we're actually on the Standards Development Committee for uh, the United Kingdom's uh, 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 standards for magnesium oxide panels for use in construction. Uh, and that standard actually, I'm told, will be published this week and will be feeding into ASTM standards for more uh, normalized or standardized, I guess, to use the same term, uh, uh, approaches here in the United States. Great, perfect. And so it, it looks like, or it sounds like you offer a whole house uh, approach as well so that you're delivering uh, whatever architects design uh, as a package 
yeah. system that they just assemble on site. Yeah, I mean, one one way that we describe the the prime the primary stream of our business is that we try to be the builder or developer's best friend, right? We understand that builders and developers are trying to achieve healthy, uh, all electric, resilient, and decarbonized outcomes, but not everybody knows how to get there. Or if you do know how to get there, maybe you don't have the right tools or the right team or the right delivery process. And so what Utopia can bring to the table is some of our um, our materials and equipment, of course, but also our approach. And together, we might be able to del help help you deliver those outcomes uh, at the same price, or potentially even a better price. Uh, at with we we are confident of much better outcomes. Uh, so our our intent is to work with your designs or your ideas uh, and deliver your buildings as you'd like to see them, with the modifications to really optimize for our systems. And together, we can uh, achieve those healthy, efficient, uh, electric, and re resilient outcomes. Well, terrific. Thanks so much for talking to me, Jeremy. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Robbie. Hi, I'm here with Alan at with Extreme Panel at the EBA conference. So, Alan, uh, tell us about yourself and uh, Extreme Panel. Well, hey, Robbie. It's a real pleasure for you to be here and for us to talk uh, green building and high efficiency construction. It's about time we got on the ball with that in this country. and. You're, you're probably finding lots of really interesting people here to talk to. You know, uh, Extreme Panel is a, a company that's been in business for about 29 years now, and we build structurally insulated panels. That's a SIP, S-I-P. And what's exciting about our panels and our building system is that we're kind of a one-stop shop, and we send everything with our panels uh, that create the envelope for a home. And we can help a customer get to zero energy uh, certainly zero chemicals because we have no red listed chemicals in our in our construction. Also, we can get to zero waste because in our plant in Cottonwood, Minnesota, uh, we have a, a no waste uh, policy there, zero waste policy. And so um, also the wind shear strength that we bring with our panels is very important for people to understand, particularly with climate change and a lot of the sort of extreme weather that we're seeing. Uh, our panels have up to a 200 mile per hour wind shear strength. Uh, we also, the panels are mold and mildew resistant and also insect resistant. So clean air is a really important uh, component to what we do. Uh, many of your listeners probably uh, may have seen our show on PBS over the last 20 years, uh, P. Allen Smith's uh, Garden Home and Garden Style. And I've been a big advocate of green uh, well, everything, but organic gardening is kind of where I started and have gr gradually moved over the past 25 years into green construction. And so gr um, Extreme Panel, of, of which you've seen and seen some of the examples of our, our work, uh, we build, uh, we do custom home, but we also do multifamily and, uh, and, and commercial and then mixed use as well for the, the envelope. And we have lots of partners that work together to really bring a high efficient uh, construction uh, methodology to, to our customers. Do you service the entirety of the United States or just a, a specific region? Well, we ship all over the country. Of course, the further you are away from our plant in Cottonwood, Minnesota, the more expensive it is. But, uh, you know, with these crazy building or material prices with lumber and so forth that we, we've seen in, in the year 2020, um, I think there's a lot of um, opportunity, or in 2021, there's a, there's, there's a lot of opportunity for, um, I guess, savings and going with the panels. Uh, you can ship them uh, without it costing an extraordinary amount of money because they're not that heavy. 
but we do ship we we ship to Arizona, California, Florida, and the East Coast. So we really are nationwide. And how do the panels um, connect to each other? Is there a locking system like I've seen on some of them? Or yes, there there is a locking system, and then we use a SIP seal. So there's a, a base plate that is used, um, and that gives us that 200 mile per hour wind shear strength. Uh, we also do basements with our panels as well, which is really kind of unique and so interesting. So as a true foundation? Yes, as a true foundation. So it works really well for basements. Um, you go with a wider, heavier panel, and there's a certain methodology that you have to follow. But we're we're really about trying to get that envelope right. And we work with um, you know our partners, uh, Mitsubishi for the heat and air, and then Panasonic for ventilation. What you want to do is build tight and ventilate right. And then, of course, Tyvek, uh, you want the building to breathe as well. And, um, and then other, other partners such as GAF, who we're working with on their, their new energy shingles and their roofing. Great, great. So if someone wanted to learn more, your website is? Uh, ExtremePanelTechnologies.com. Uh, we're in Cottonwood, Minnesota, and you can follow us on Instagram uh, and check out our website. And thank you for the opportunity to speak to you yeah, today. Yeah, thanks so much for talking to me. Hey, I'm here with Sean Lamont with Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning, and uh, he's displaying at the EPA conference. And so, why are you here uh, showing everybody? Hey, Robbie. Uh, yeah, we're here talking with the rating industry and the building industry and uh, people that do specifications about heat pumps um, in general, both uh, standard heat pumps and cold climate heat pumps, and just helping people understand some of the nuances of, of what the heat pumps can do, expectations, how to apply them appropriately to the various um, situations, the right product for the project, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, why don't you, what, what would you tell somebody coming up about uh, heat pumps to your booth? Yeah, well, it, it's a it's a wide range of, of audience here, you know, young and old and, and experienced and inexperienced uh, in the building and systems arena. So the conversations span the gamut for sure. Um, but fundamentally, we're, we're, we're helping people understand a little bit more like, hey, there's more than just a wall cassette, right? There's more than just a ceiling cassette. Last night we were at uh, Thrive Home Builders uh, model home and we were uh, in that home we have a whole house air handler uh, and on a hyperheat piece of equipment and it takes care of the whole house um, and it does have electric heat kit uh, added to it just for emergency heat just so someone feels 100% comfortable that they're going to be able to heat their house in extreme temperatures but last night we had 80 people in the building and um, and it that's a lot of BTUs it's a lot of heat from people and the place was comfortable and system was just cranking along. Yeah, so uh, using that as an example, that's more of a ducted uh, heat pump system. And what's nice about that uh, example is that there's also a cassette head in the garage, right? Yeah, they, they have that uh, heat pump cassette in there just for the model uh, process because they do yeah. they have sales um, operations in the garage and then once that garage uh, gets turned over to the uh, homeowner, I think that system's get pulled out. Yeah. But and that house is, is called the Ultimate Zen uh, pilot project, I guess, uh, that was built between EBA and Thrive Home Builders? Yeah, uh, Ultimate Zen in the community called um, 
Oh, see, now I'm forgetting the name of the community. Yeah, it used to be uh, called Vitality. Stapleton. Vitality is that as that particular community for Thrive Home Builders. Yeah, and uh, so that would be a potential opportunity for people to go see the equipment in action and uh, maybe ask some questions uh, while they're there, although they'll probably refer the refer them to you to, to answer the questions. But. Yeah, well, we're we're also working with so many people on the sales side, on the on the build side, and on the specification side, so that at, over time, more and more people are getting more and more comfortable with uh, with the technology and how these things work. But if someone just wants to look up uh, a little bit more about heat pumps in general, um, a great third-party resource is um, is the NEEP program in the Northwest. I'm sorry, the Northeast and the NIA as well in the Northwest. Uh, I think I think I got those right. I may yeah. have mixed them up. Um, and they've got some great documentation about how heat pumps work and best practices, etc. And of course, if they want to learn more about Mitsubishi specifically, they can go into MitsubishiComfort.com. And we've got uh, it's a, a, a refreshed website there. Lots of good information. We got a ton of videos on YouTube as well. Um, working with lots of great folks around the country that are doing videos and talking about their systems and their houses and their builds. So it's 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 moving along very very rapidly. There's so much growth in the industry. Great. Well, thanks so much for speaking with me today. Yeah. Thanks, Robbie. So I'm here with Lauren from Arc Control, a SIP panel manufacturer, uh, displaying here at the EVA conference. So tell me a little bit about your product. Yeah, so Arc Control is a brand of SIPs. Uh, SIPs is an acronym that stands for Structural Insulated Panels. Um, it's a wood framing alternative material. Um, it's highly efficient. Um, so owners and builders and developers and specifiers, architects, engineers, um, that want to learn more about uh, SIPs. Uh, generally speaking, it's just uh, 14 times more airtight than conventional framing, which is what gives it that high efficiency. Um, so when you compare it to conventional uh, stud framing, it's, it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges, really. Interesting. Well, I, I've noticed that there are a number of uh, SIP manufacturers at the, at the show today, mm -hmm. uh, which is unusual. It's, I haven't seen that many in one place, I guess. Uh, how are you differentiating yourself from your competitors? Yeah, great question. And, and honestly, uh, we have competition in this industry. Uh, we also have really good relationships with our competition. Um, you know, a rising tide raises all boats, yeah. uh, we like to say. And, uh, you know, as far as SIPs go in the wood framing world, there's a lot of room for growth for all of us. So I want... Uh, extreme SIPs to succeed just as much as I want Big Sky Insulations and Premier to succeed because the more and more successful projects that hit the market with our material, uh, the more our story grows. So that's what we're trying to do really, uh, is not compete with each other. Our biggest competition is conventional framing. Yeah, so, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you were telling me that you do these really long panels, I guess a 24 foot panel. Is we that do. common in the industry? Is that something that's unique to our, our control? Yeah, it's not It's not unique to us. Uh, we are, There are some panel manufacturers that are limited on the size of, based on you know the type of skin uh, for their SIP panel that they use or their sourcing or what have you. Um, some of the big players in the SIP industry use OSB skins. Um, we have a, you know an ICC ES code report or an NTA code report on that material. 
that OSB has to meet a certain ASTM uh, standard criteria, you know, to it's a structural jumbo panel. So 8 by 24 foot is the biggest sheet of OSB that we can source. Therefore, it's the biggest SIP panel that we can lay up and laminate and use. Um, so we're actually limited to that. Dec uh, I don't know if it was a decade or plus uh, so ago uh, where we actually used to source 8 by 30. So that was our biggest SIP panel. Yeah. But uh, so we are limited by the OSB um, on that on that front. So yeah, that uh, that big panel size comes in handy when installing material in the field. Uh, big bigger panels make for less seams, which makes for more airtight and efficient build. Makes for happier builders, uh, and ultimately like happier owners that uh, you know their operating costs are that much less because it's it's more airtight. That's great. That's yeah. great. So, um, what are the options in terms of the thickness of the panels and the R values of the panels? So there's uh, five standard thicknesses, ranging from four and a half inches thick to twelve and a quarter inches thick. Um, so some of the uh, wall systems are commonly six and a half or eight and a quarter inches thick, and then a lot of our roof and floor systems are ten and a quarter or twelve and a quarter inches thick. Uh, you can get R values that range from R16 all the way up to R58. Uh, there's two different core materials that um, our company uses. Um, not everyone uses different core materials. A lot of uh, SIPs made in North America are EPS core, which is expanded polystyrene, uh, or molded polystyrene as it's getting to be known as more and more in, that, in the EPS world. Uh, alternatively, GPS is graphite polystyrene, and that's growing in popularity. It's a little bit more expensive because it's a little bit more exclusive and it's got higher R value to it. Um, so that GPS we're seeing trending is being specified more and used more and more as we go. So Great. Well, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me. I appreciate you bet. it. You bet. Thanks, Robbie. Hi, I'm with Nikki from Santa Fe Dehumidifiers, and uh, they're showing at the EPA conference. And what are you trying to show people today? Sure. So we are here to uh, work with builders in the high-performance industry um, on their need for dedicated dehumidification, uh, whether it's the entire home or maybe it's a crawl space or basement. Um, we can ventilate with our dehumidifiers and filter with MERV 13 filtration and dehumidify the enti entire home independent of the AC system. So a lot of people in the industry um, know us uh, previously as ultra air, whole house ventilating dehumidifiers. And recently we took our crawl space and basement brand, which is Santa Fe, and combined it, um, the ultra air underneath that brand. So with having two brands in the residential industry, we were kind of confusing yeah. people. And so now we just brought it all in to get uh, under one brand, Santa Fe. Um, and we offer dehumidifiers for the entire home. Oh, that's cool. Um, how does it uh, ventilate as well? Is it set up like a ERV? So it is a supply ventilation system. Okay. So a lot of times in hot, humid climates, um, we want to uh, supply that uh, slight positive pressure. Um, to stop the infiltration of the hot human coming through the walls when possible. Um, there's usually a lot of negative going on with bath fans and kitchen hoods and dryers. So we try to achieve a, sli a slight positive 
Um, and then again, we, we do that through the MERV 13 filtration. Um, so also the entire house will get that MERV 13 filtration when we're uh, dehumidifying that home as well. Right. So it's really uh, uh, a humid climate uh, solution. Actually, anywhere we say um, a green grass climate. So anywhere okay. that you're getting about an inch of rain um, or more during your spring, summer, and fall, um, you probably need some for form of dehumidification, especially since our houses are getting tighter and tighter. We don't have the cooling loads to run the AC as much. So we get to that temperature set point and more quickly, and it takes us longer to drift from that temperature set point, which is really good from an energy efficiency standpoint. But we also have a lot of moisture generation in homes by people. And we also have moisture coming in from the outside. So uh, we need to figure out how we're going to provide that dehumidification separate from counting on our AC systems to always keep us at that, you know, that RH 50 to 55%, especially in the shoulder season or overnight time. Great. Are you generally trying to duct these independently of the, of the ducted? HVAC sure. system? Um, typically, we will tie in to the supply of the HVAC system. So our recommendation and our preferred is a dedicated return to the dehumidifier. And then we tie into the supply of the HVAC system to distribute that dry air throughout the entire home and the ventilation air. Great. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for speaking with me today. Yep. Thank you very much. Hey, hello, I'm here with Tom at the, at his Stego booth here at the EVA conference. So Tom, why do you have a booth here today? Yeah, thanks Robbie. Well, uh, we have a booth because we've uh, specialized in below slab vapor protection and vapor barrier systems for about 23 years, but a lot of times in the commercial world with our flagship product Stego Wrap, but we've uh, come out with a few newer products that are really more geared and suited for residential construction, both new homes and existing homes too with a crawl space encapsulation system. Uh, but one of the products we're showcasing at the conference is what we call Stego Home. It's a 10 and 15 mil, 10 or 15 mil below slab vapor barrier for both slabs on grade or, or basement slabs for new homes with a roll size and weight that is really suited for um, residential footprints and labor crews. Great. It's so does Stego just uh, specialize in below grade? Uh, yeah, we, we have a, a focus on below grade, below slab, crawl space, vapor barrier solutions. So the idea being protecting the first side of the home from uh, moisture vapor transmission, um, which can lead to potential issues with uh, floor finishes or, or mold growth, um, you know, just long-term uh, performance and um, uh, component issues and failures over the life of a building or a home. And a lot of times our systems are used as an important component in radon mitigation as well, which you know, a lot of parts of the country, especially here in Denver, is a, a big driver in, in the residential uh, world as well. Yeah, that's great. And where's Stego based? Well, we're based in Southern California, San Clemente, but we've got a network of full-time technical um, uh, regional managers spread out all over the country. And a lot of what we uh, take to heart and specialize in is being a trusted resource for all range of project teams, but certainly uh, home builders that are looking to um, uh, implement effective, long-term, durable uh, vapor barrier systems. And I, I should mention another reason we're here is 
the 2021 residential code, IRC, mm -hmm. verbiage for the under slab vapor retarder is, has changed. Oh, that's so great. Find out. It's not six mil polyethylene sheeting anymore. It's minimum 10 mil ASTM E1745 compliant vapor retarder, which is a, a performance standard written specifically for under slab vapor retarders and barriers. And it just demands that materials have a certain level of water vapor permeance, uh, strength, longevity. Some of the important characteristics that you don't consistently get with generic recycled sort of off-the-shelf polyethylene sheeting. It just has to do with how materials are engineered, the raw materials that go into it, um, the layering of engineered films that really lend itself to what ends up being a pretty harsh below slab or crawl space environment for any building but, but homes as well. Yeah, so per that standard, what is the permeability? So the, the minimum is less than 0.1 perms. Okay. Fairly, pretty darn impermeable. Yeah. Obviously, you know, probably not surprisingly. Uh, aligns with uh, code definition of the class one vapor retarder mm -hmm. uh, and then in that standard there's references to some ACI guidelines the American Concrete Institute mm -hmm. and you know not to get in the weeds here people can investigate more reach out to us if there's questions but ACI even has some recommendations that go beyond that and they say if you've got moisture sensitive flooring going down on top of a concrete slab they recommend a, or, or note a 0 0.01 perm level, so even 10 times less than than sort of the minimum. So it would be a true barrier then? They would, yeah, we would de define that, and ACI sort of defines that as a true vapor barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any liquid applied products to act as a capillary break? We don't get into that. Uh, all vapor uh, protection, you know, a lot of times with our systems, you're going sort of uh, from, from bottom to top, uh, grade a, a capillary break, crushed rock, which, you know, for liquid water or even part of the radon mitigation in a lot of cases. Um, maybe if you're doing rigid insulation, probably insulation next, then vapor barrier, then slab. And so now you're getting a, a system that's dealing with both liquid water and, and of course, the, the important uh, component of stopping the natural transmission of water vapor too, which that's part of what's been misunderstood in the industry is that that can happen in any climate, any, 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 no matter how deep the water table is, there's the potential for water vapor diffusion um, over the life of the, the home. And, and, you know, once that accumulates uh, in places we don't want it to, that's yeah. where we start to see problems. Yeah. So if people want to learn more, is it just stego.com or? Yeah, www.stegoindustries.com, all spelled out. We've got a lot of great uh, thought leadership, education, obviously product information, and, and even some um, links to find out where you can buy our stuff. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Robbie. Hi, I'm here with Dennis with Sonova. And uh, Dennis, uh, you're showing at the EBA conference. And what are you showing everybody today? Thanks, Robbie. Yeah, we're here um, highlighting our uh, Sonova New Home Builder programs that uh, we have there exclusively for new home construction builders across the country. Um, we provide solar, complete solar services from initial design through permitting, installation, um, interconnection, whole soup to nuts. So, so um, how long have you guys been doing this? We have become, um, prior to this we were known as Sun Street 
um, and we were uh, seven years old, and then were acquired about three months ago through Sonova. And Sonova's been known nationwide on the uh, retro uh, solar um, piece of the business for about the same amount of time. Um, and they wanted to uh, partner with us and, and start a new home division, and so it made sense. We just joined Lock, Stock & Barrel, so it's yeah. been a really good uh, uh, partnership so far. That's great. So uh, you're saying new home division. Is that uh, what uh, Sonova has done in the past, or is this a new, this is a new venture? Um, they've tried somewhat in the past through their dealer network, and um, had their eye on what we were doing as Sun Street for a long time. We'd, we've kind of figured out how to work. New homes is really a unique, uh, a unique thing versus retrofit solar. Um, it's a different uh, production process and planning process and everything. So it's always a challenge from a from a retrofit company to try to incorporate um, those kind of things into your into your mode of operation. So it became made much more sense to just try to take us vertically and integrate us into the company and we're just still doing what we were doing before and uh, uh, makes it much easier for them you know rather than trying to figure out the recreate the wheels so yeah to speak. yeah and so your clients mainly production builders or custom builders or uh, mainly production um, we will work with some custom builders but we're really designed to uh, to handle the high, high production type builders. So we get plans way up front, um, really at the, at the initial design of a community oftentimes. And we'll engineer systems on all plans. We'll look at all different lot configurations and do a master plan set. And so once a builder starts getting into production, we know which plan's going on which lot. We can pull that plan that's already finished go into permit and, and not interrupt production schedule or anything else and just keep moving right down the neighborhood with the builder. Great, great. Uh, do you work in California as well or other we do. throughout the country? Yeah, we're in, uh, we've done about 45,000, um, actually probably getting close to 50,000 now at this point, new home installations across the country. Um, so yeah, we work in, in a number of different markets uh, with, with uh, bearing builders across the country. So. Great. Well, thanks so much for t speaking with me today. Cool. Thanks, Robbie. Hi, uh, Ruben with Zip uh, Products. I'm uh, wondering why you're here at the EVA conference and what you're trying to show to all the attendees. Yeah, well, th this is one of the, it's probably my third EVA conference. And one of the things I like about uh, attending the conference is just the sessions and the uh, ability for us to learn about what's going on in the industry itself. And we like to show our, our products off here because um, our products, we've got several products which improve the energy efficiency of the building envelope and the uh, thermal performance along with the moisture and, uh, and active uh, vapor control layer also. Great. So the ZIP system, do you feel like it needs to be uh, installed as a complete system? And I guess specifically, I'm wondering about the tapes and, and uh, people using different uh, flashing tapes on, on your system. Yeah, um, we, the system itself is, uh, for our warranty, we require that you use our uh, tape and liquid flashing products along with it. And the reason for that is we've done extensive testing on a wide variety of products. And our tape, you know, as far as the, 
the performance of it, the long-term durability is something that we have uh, complete confidence in. And we've tested a lot of other products out there that don't perform to the same level or standard that um, our, um, our accessories, um, the liquid flash and the, the tapes perform to. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the liquid flash that I was able to, to work with. I, I think it's a, a, a great uh, addition to your product line. Yeah, it's got um, great flexibility. It's great for any kind of MEPs, and um, it just provides a good watertight, airtight seal. Um, and also, it's got vapor permeability. Yeah. Uh, so I saw yesterday a presentation that uh, showed uh, SEGA systems or SEGA tapes uh, on the zip zip uh, sheathing and uh, do you think that you'll create partnerships with other manufacturers to be able to extend your warranties? Um, so right now we're, we're looking at expanding our portfolio um, of, of tape and uh, to provide uh, one, one thing that we're looking at is vapor permeable tape and hopefully have something to, to share yeah. uh, here in uh, coming coming months hopefully. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're trying to offer solutions that uh, that other people are uh, looking at to, to use with our system today. Great. I guess uh, one last question is uh, a lot of uh, folks are still reluctant to put uh, foam sheathing on, on the inside instead of on the outside of the uh, uh, OSB sheathing. Uh, do you, uh, can you explain why Zip has, has gone that direction of putting it on the inside? Yeah, so the the reason that we put the uh, foam on the inside is once you get it out out into the field and apply it to the to the structure, that that foam is protected. It's protected by the the sheathing, and it's is protected by the the WRB. So you, you get that moisture protection and just the protection of uh, putting up the siding or whatever kind of cladding that you're putting on the assembly and uh, it provides a, a rigid base uh, for, for that. Yeah, and there seems to be no building science reason to put it on one location versus the other. Yeah, from a building science standpoint, um, as far as your condensing surface, it really doesn't change. It's either gonna be the OSB, if it's the OSB's on the inside, or that uh, the polyiso foam that we have on the inboard yeah. face. That really doesn't change uh, the performance Great. from a... Uh, one other, uh, I guess, last question uh, is with regards to nail heads. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of talk about the need or not not uh, need to flash those nail head uh, penetrations. Yeah, um, I work in our research and development, and I've done a, a tremendous amount of testing on uh, fasteners going into the uh, into the product itself. And you know, our recommendation is to to, to um, attach those flush the reality of that in the field that is very difficult to do we understand that yeah. and um, you know so the guidance that we've developed after extensive testing is if it's if it's less than halfway through the panel then it doesn't need to be treated but if it goes beyond that then it does it does need to be treated with either tape or liquid flash um, and we, we feel very comfortable with that stance um, and that being said, also, you, you know, one, one of the things that we've gotten some resistance to that in the past, but the time it takes to take a little liquid flash and go around and do each individual t panel, um, I, I had a personal project, went around and did each panel in about a minute as far yeah. as flashing all the nail heads. And just to get a, a frame of reference of how long it takes to do 
Yeah, um, I agree with that. I, I did it on my uh, project as well, and it, it didn't seem to be uh, time-consuming at all. Yeah, and it wasn't a whole lot of liquid flash that it required. You can also, you know, you can treat it with tape also. Um, I, I think liquid flash is faster and easier Great. to do. Well, thanks so much for your time, and thanks for being here at the show. Thanks, Robbie. Thank you for listening to this episode of BuildCast, brought to you by BuildTank, Inc. To see show notes and learn more about our guests and other episodes, visit the BuildCast page of our website at www.btankinc.com. Thank you, Ben Sound, for our music and to Ashley Owen for editing it. And you for your encouragement and guidance in the creation of BuildCast. You can listen to BuildCast on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite platform. If you enjoyed our show and are willing, please take a moment to subscribe and review BuildCast, which will help others find it more easily. Thanks again for listening, and please let us know who you would like to hear next and if you have any suggestions to make BuildCast better. Until next time, be safe and continue to think 0 to 360.